Hey y'all, welcome to Black Pod Collective, the podcast, where we teach podcasters how to podcast. Yeah, you heard that right. We teach aspiring and current podcasters how to start, grow, and sustain their platforms. So let's see what today's host has to share. Hello, my name is Steve Nehart. I'm founder and host of Trailblazers.fm. That's an interview style podcast where I delve deep into bold conversations with brilliant black men and women, including legendary creators, best-selling authors, self-driven entrepreneurs, and passionate leaders. I'm also a brand strategist who loves to help heart-centered entrepreneurs and leaders to develop their amazing personal brands through a self-paced online course called Brand You Academy. Now, in today's episode, I wanted to discuss why proper branding can lead to riches in these podcast niches. Oh no, is that an echo? Oh no, you're not using social media effectively. Oh no, no one's listening to your podcast. It's the Oh No segment. Let's hear today's host, Biggest Oh No's. Now, while so many think that the most important brand elements live in the visual side of a brand, I'm going to stir things up and say that one of the more critical elements of your podcast brand is getting clear on who it is that you're actually serving. And so I wanted us to kick things off by discussing a few common mistakes I've seen podcasters make by focusing their podcast to serve everyone. And the first mistake is that by saying that your podcast is for everyone, that implies that your podcast appeals to no one in particular. Now, too many of us as podcasters, we haven't taken the time to give thought to who has the greatest need for the content I'm creating with my podcast. The second mistake is that a good many podcasters handicap themselves severely by insisting on crafting this this one-size-fits-all message and delivering them to too broad of an audience. Uh, I'm going to be very clear here. In your day-to-day lives, I'm going to bet that you don't speak to your friends in the same way you'd speak to your boss or you'd speak to your pastor or your parents or kids. I'm sure that there are differences in how you navigate and speak to those four groups of people. The third mistake we make is by marketing and branding to serve everyone, we are spending way too much time and money. We're spending too much resources trying to market to everyone. It's much easier for us to jump up and down in a puddle and be noticed, but that's just not going to happen if you're starting out. And even if you are an existing podcaster and trying to grow, trying to get noticed, by jumping up and down in an overcrowded beach. Uh, So let's take a quick break. When we come back, we are going to dive in and talk through some actionable steps and tactics that you can take to prevent making some of these mistakes and optimize your brand and the niche that you serve. Be a part of the conversation by emailing your questions to hello at blackpodcollective.com. You can also join the collective by visiting our website, blackpotcollective.com, and selecting membership. We look forward to welcoming you to the collective. 
All right. So now that we have shared a few mistakes you should avoid with serving too broad of an audience, let's talk about a few key steps that you can begin to put into action to develop your podcast niche. And by doing so, stand out from all the other podcasts in your category. Now, the first thing we need to begin doing and and continue doing as podcasters is to build or listener avatars. Now, an avatar is simply the ideal consumer, the ideal person that you want listening to your podcast. And always say that, you know, it's, it's by knowing the type of fish that, that you want to catch. You need to know that first before you go fishing so that you get the right kind of bait. And so that applies to your marketing message. That applies to the kind of content that you're going to create for, for your listener. So I don't have time today to go in depth in walking through all that goes into your, your listener avatar, but super high level, some of the things you want to get clear on include your demographic details of your listener. What I mean by that is getting clear on the gender, age, occupation, location, income, marital status, that kind of detail is is what encompasses the demographic data of your listener, of your listener avatar. Two other things that are really important to understand are your listener's goals and values and also their challenges and pain points. So get clear on what's driving your listener. What do they value the most? Also, you want to try and get in their head and make sense of what's challenging them most, what's keeping them up at night. So as podcasters, we don't always have a direct view of who it is that's actually listening to our podcast until they raise their hands. Maybe you create a a social post or a tweet and somebody has commented saying, hey, I loved that episode. You You now know that that is a listener of your podcast. I encourage you to get out in the, get them into the DMs, begin to engage them, see if you can get them on a phone call and begin to have dialogue. And you don't need to tell them that you're completing a listener's avatar, you know, template on them. Just start to ask some questions that help you to get a firm idea of who this person is, what they value, what's challenging them and, and begin to do that more often. When you get clear on a dozen or a couple dozen of your listeners, you're going to begin to get a better idea on common themes that you, you see and hear. And then this now begins to aid you in crafting the right kind of podcast content to serve that niche of people, the things that are truly relevant and impactful to them. Another action step that I want you guys to take is begin to work on your editorial calendar. Begin to look at the things that are happening in your community, in your niche, in your industry, and begin to serve your content uh, that aligns with with that group of people. So for example, at the beginning of every year, January, February, March, I'm serving content that aligns with my community. In January, I know that my audience, they're thinking about how am I going to lose weight, right? They're doing their New Year's resolutions. They're thinking, how am I going to lose weight and how am I going to make more money this year? And so I've always started a year off with a wealth series, serving the black community talking about how we close the wealth gap. In February, I always have a couple episodes geared towards Black History Month. In March, I'm always going to have, long as I've been podcasting, the month of March has been dedicated to women because it's Women's History Month and so on. So be sure that you're serving your your listener, your avatar 
what they want when they are going to likely want it. One last tip I wanted to share is that tip and tactic I shared just a minute ago about getting an individual listener into the DMs, into a conversation with you works to get deeper, a deeper dive into a listener, into the mind of a listener and, and helping you frame who's actually consuming your content. But another tactic that you can use is at least once a year, send out a listener survey and you can attach it uh, to a prize for you know one or two people that actually would take the time to complete that survey and maybe you send them an Amazon gift card. But what this survey allows you to do is to gather intel on a larger segment of your listeners. When you're able to get more of a, of a broader idea of the demographic and psychographic detail of your audience, you can use that data now to craft a media kit. And a media kit can help you to begin having conversations with potential partners and sponsors. And, you know, this is where the riches come in, right? But you're going to be able to say, hey, I have a podcast. I have media content that is serving this particular group of people. And in tandem with the podcast statistics that you get from your podcast host, this now can help you to bring in revenue. I've been able to drive in over $60,000 in sponsorship revenue from over the past three years because I've been serving a very specific group of people and I can actually share documentation, hard data on that that is attractive to my sponsor. Likewise, I've also been able to use that data to develop products and services that help me to drive even more revenue in. Again, as I said before, the riches are in these podcast niches. Okay, I hope you found some of these tips and tactics helpful. I just wanted to take some time here to answer a few questions that you had about branding your podcast. So the first question here is, should I be the face of my podcast? I interview people, so I never really show myself on my podcast page. Now, my answer to this is that being the face of the podcast is not a mandate. It shouldn't stop you from starting a podcast. Done is better than perfect. But again, if the goal is to stand out, goal is to brand your, your podcast and you as a podcaster, then I'm going to say that it does help to be the face of your podcast. And it also helps you as a podcaster to build credibility, to build that know, like, and trust over time. I also host an interview style podcast and I've made a decision from the jump to be the face of my podcast. And, and so, you know, with a podcast, your listeners are hearing your voice, but they're not seeing you in each episode. And this is a way that you can get them to, to see who you are routinely by being the face of your podcast. Another question here is how is building a brand different from my marketing plan? So branding versus marketing. All right, so when we talk about your brand, we are looking at how you define the things like your visual brand identity of both your podcast and you. So this is going to encompass things like your colors, your fonts, your, your logo, your images. Other elements of your brand might include your messaging, your, your voice, um, your values. Um, these are all parts of your brand that are going to help you to, to, to set yourself apart. 
The difference with marketing, when we talk about marketing, we are looking at how you highlight and amplify the value of your product or service to your intended audience. So in this case, how you highlight and amplify the value of your podcast to your ideal group of listeners. Now, a good marketer and a good marketing plan is going to aim on how do we show this this, this listener, the value that they stand to gain from subscribing and listening to the podcast. And this is going to be done through clear messaging, through great story, through the visuals. And so the visuals tie back to the brand identity piece that you developed from the beginning and, and a standout experience that's going to leave them hopefully wanting to, to listen to more of your content and two, will want them to spread the word and help you to grow your reach. Uh, So your marketing plan is going to need to think through all of that, your marketing strategy, your messaging, your visuals, the flow of how a listener might be introduced to your podcast and how that's going to translate to getting into your website and capturing them as a lead and communicating with them through email and and some of the other things that you do that leads them to a product or service or coming out to one of your events and so on. Hope that helps. And one more question here. Can I rebrand often? Or should my brand stay constant? My answer to that is yes. (laughs) You can and should update parts of your brand to remain relevant. But when we talk about rebranding, let's be clear that it is more of an optimization of an update than it is an overhaul. So hopefully you've already defined some elements of your brand, like your colors and your fonts and a logo. If you're updating... If you're doing a rebrand, maybe it's just enhancing parts of your logo, but you're keeping your colors and your fonts consistent. So what you want to avoid here is swapping out everything and and losing the things that help your community and your listeners to identify you. An example of this, again, I've been the face of my brand for the past four and a half years, but I'm presently working on my third podcast covering a little under five years, right? My face is still my face, but the clothes I wear have have changed over time. And I've made a, a, a slight bit of tweaks in each of these covers to the text, the copy that that lives on the cover art, as well on social covers for my different social channels. I've also steadily over time introduced a few new colors to my color palette, but my orange, the orange for trailblazers.fm hex code is, is the constant in all of this. It remains a constant. I'll never change that color. So the short answer to this is some things should remain constant while giving you the flexibility to freshen up and still remain relevant and stand out in a way that you you remain relevant in your podcast category and in those various uh, podcast directories that you're in. Okay, that's all the time that we've got for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please connect with me over on Twitter. You can find me at Stephen A. Hart or visit my website at uh, www.stephenahart.com. Welcome to The Collective. This has been a Podhouse Media Production.